We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on local now, channel 525. Hour number two, Bruce Hooley Show. Glad to have you along. Chris Christie making headlines over the weekend, the former New Jersey governor, uh, on ABC News this week, said that Donald Trump is the only Republican Joe Biden can beat in the 2024 presidential election. Now, I thought about that. I'm trying to assess whether Chris Christie could be right or is he wrong. Is Donald Trump the only Republican Biden could beat? Um, I don't think so. Because the 2024 election was made more problematic, not by Donald Trump's indictment, but by something happened on the same day as Donald Trump's indictment. On the same day as Donald Trump's indictment, the state Supreme Court in Wisconsin tilted from conservative to liberal. And the judge who won that race by a 10-point margin campaigned openly that she would overturn the state's restrictions on abortion, that she would wipe out all redistricting that allowed Republicans under Governor Scott Walker to pretty much hold their own in statewide elections. Wisconsin is now gone. It is in the liberal camp. It is highly unlikely that Wisconsin can be won by a Republican presidential candidate because... They're going to get rid of their voter ID laws. They're going to make it easy to cheat as it is easy to cheat in a lot of Democratic states. So Christie talking about Trump is the only Republican Biden can beat. I think there are a lot of Republicans Biden can beat because the race for president in 2024 is going to come down to Georgia, Arizona, Pennsylvania, And Michigan. Now, Michigan, with a Democratic governor, Gretchen Whitmer, is almost as lost as Wisconsin. The only reason I give Wisconsin, or excuse me, the only reason I give Michigan a chance of falling back into Republican hands is because it's a heavy blue collar state, and blue collar voters seem to be turning more and more and more toward Republicans. And even though Biden and his liars, just to say everybody in his administration, keeps telling blue-collar workers how great they have it, that their wages are going up, and electricity costs are going down. You can keep saying it. It doesn't make it true. Two years from now, in what could be a worse economy than we have right now, which is scary, I could see the state of Michigan tipping back into the Trump camp as it did in 2016. But in 2016, Trump won Michigan because Hillary Clinton didn't even bother to campaign in Wisconsin. Now I'm not sure Biden needs to campaign in Wisconsin because the people in power, and this is the problem with winning Pennsylvania, Josh Shapiro, Democratic governor, 
We already know the Pennsylvania Supreme Court allowed ballots to be counted that came in after what the state law says the deadline is, and that was in 2020. Do you think that's going to change with Josh Shapiro as Democratic governor of Pennsylvania? I don't. I understand Christie's point. I'm just at the point now where I don't understand the acclamation which is supposed to be accorded Trump because he's been indicted. If you really trace back the logic behind that, it is presented as, well, the left hates Donald Trump. No dispute from this quarter on that. The left is unfairly targeting Donald Trump. Again, no dispute from this quarter on that. Ergo, everybody must support without asking any single question of Donald Trump. You must support Trump as the nominee because Trump is the only one who can go and we have to show the left that, hey, you're not going to do this to our guy. We're going to back him. And he's the only one who can get rid of the system that right now is pointing toward targeting him for every single thing he has done or is rumored to have done. That's where I disengage. I don't think Donald Trump is the only one who can get done or undo the things that have clearly been marshaled to try to put him behind bars. I think there are other Republican candidates who can do that. And that's why I'm willing to listen to a pitch from Ron DeSantis, to a pitch from Tim Scott, both of whom I know haven't declared yet, but I presume both will. Because to win the election, you are going to have to win. You are going to have to win independence, enough independence back to the Republican side of the ticket who abandoned the party in 2020. How do you presume to win those independents back? It's a strategy, I don't think a winning strategy, to say, well, look what they're doing to Donald Trump. And if you don't put Donald Trump in the White House, they're going to do what they're doing to Donald Trump. They're going to do it to you. It's a strategy. It might resonate with some. I just don't particularly think it's going to resonate with enough. Because I think there are some people, unfortunately a lot of people, who view Donald Trump as someone they just cannot ever vote for. I know, I know, you're saying, what are you, crazy? I love Trump. Yes, I know, 30 to 40% of you do. You love him. You love him to the point where you can't understand anyone who doesn't love him. But you got to open your eyes and understand that there are a lot of people out there who don't love him, or who at least don't love his manner. And that's a problem for getting suburban moms to vote for him. It's a problem getting swing states to tilt back to Trump in 2016 who abandoned him in 2020. States like Arizona and Georgia and Michigan and Wisconsin and Pennsylvania. He won all of them in 2016 and won any of them in 2020. And has it been promising since then? How did we do, how did Trump recommended candidates, Trump backed candidates do in the midterms? Awful, right? We lost the Senate because we didn't win in Georgia with Herschel Walker. We didn't win in Nevada with Adam Laxalt. We didn't win in New Hampshire with Don Bolduc. We didn't win in Pennsylvania with Mehmet Oz. And last week when that Wisconsin judge won her race, guess who she won it against? A Trump-backed candidate. This is where it's going to get really, really contentious between you and I. There's one fight I'm willing to have and one, fill, one fight I'm willing to lose on because it is the moral right side, and that is the abortion issue. I hear 
people who are Republican, Kim Strassel, Washington, uh, Wall Street Journal, one of them, who says Republicans are losing on the abortion fight. Ergo, Republicans have to abandon their view of abortion. They have to be willing to embrace some abortion in order to win elections. I will never do that. I will never do that because what you're asking me to do is to adopt the democratic mindset, which is I'll compromise my integrity, my character, my ethics in order to win. If you compromise your integrity, your character, and your ethics in order to win, you might not be as bad as the Democrats are because you won't compromise them as much, but you're really just debating the semantics of it. I will always be willing to lose an election on the issue of abortion because if the argument now, you have to be honest with yourself, if the argument now is I oppose abortion because life begins at conception, and that is my argument, life begins at conception, then how do you square saying, well, okay, I'm a fine with a six-week, abortion's up to six weeks, or abortion's up to 12 weeks, or abortion up to 18 weeks. How do you square that with your values, with your integrity, with your honor, with your character, with your faith? How do you square that? You can't. So that's one I'm never willing to give up on, okay? But I am willing to give up on the 2020 election was stolen. Because I don't know if the 2020 election was stolen. I think there's some funny business there. There's some things that make me raise my eyebrows. Some things that I think were the deck was stacked against us. The spirit of the law was broken, if not the letter of the law was broken. But here's the truth. Here's the truth. Crossover voters, swing voters, the people you have to win back. When you go down the road of, and when Donald Trump goes down this road, and he can't keep himself from going down this road, very unfortunately, I wish he could, but he can't. He cannot keep from going down the road of the 2020 election was stolen. And that's where you lose the independence. They don't want to hear that. People do not want to hear that. If you have any stink of election denialism on you, you are not going to win a race going forward. And I'm not comfortable. I am not confident. I do not believe that Donald Trump can wage a campaign for president in 2024 without revisiting 2020. If he could keep it on 2021 to 2024, Joe Biden's feckless stewardship of the economy, of the border, of Afghanistan, and everything else he touches, if Donald Trump could keep the conversation on that, then I would give him a fighting chance. But I know and you know, in my heart of hearts, in yours, he's eventually going to go back to they stole this from us in 2020. They did this to me. They're, it's personal with him. It can't be personal. It has to be about the country. It has to be about what you can do for others, not what others need to do for you by writing past wrong. A lot happens over a three-day weekend. So many that you uh, can't even keep up with all of it. Uh, we appears have a problem stewarding our classified documents, not just among former presidents and former vice presidents, but uh, by our State Department, uh, Defense Department, rather. Uh, 
Dozens of leaked Defense Department classified documents posted online, according to NBC News, which broke the story, reveal that the U.S. has been spying on Russia. Well, nobody's surprised by that, right? But turns out we are also spying on American allies, South Korea and Israel. Now, maybe this is how it works in the uh, high-level intelligence game, is that uh, you keep your friends close and your enemies closer, but in keeping your friends close, you have to spy on them to make sure they're doing what they really are supposed to be doing and they're not double-crossing you. But this does not look good. It particularly does not look good when the documents are posted online in what is uh, assessed as the largest leak of classified documents since the Edward Snowden classified documents, thousands of pages of which, were leaked to journalists in 2013. Now, what is in these documents? According to NBC News, which I know, they're woke, but if they're saying something that the government doesn't want out, maybe they're accidentally practicing real journalism. The documents include repeated references to information based on secret signals of intelligence, which is kind of their way of saying electronic eavesdropping, that could cause significant damage if Moscow is able to identify the sources of that information and cut off U.S. access to those sources. Uh, Statement from the Department of Defense. We continue to review and assess the validity of the photograph documents that are circulating on social media sites that appear to contain sensitive and highly classified material. An interagency effort. Oh, boy, we have more than one involved. Goody, goody gumdrops. An interagency effort has been stood up. I don't understand what that means. Stood up. You mean marshaled? To focus on assessing the impact of these documents and what their impact could be on U.S. national security and on our allies and partners. So the New York Times has reported this leak. So has the Washington Post. This just smacks to me of a laissez-faire attitude when it comes to classified material. I know that the uh, former Attorney General of the United States, Bill Barr, said over the weekend that he thinks the strongest case against Trump is what Trump did with classified documents at Mar-a-Lago, that he stonewalled the National Archives, as if that's important, right? The National Archives wants documents from President Trump to display in a museum in Washington, D.C., and if Trump said... No, those are my documents. I like these documents. It's a cool letter from Kim Jong-un. Is that really going to be the end of the world if Trump doesn't give those documents over? Well, according to Jack Smith, the special counsel who's digging into Trump, yeah, it would be. Bill Barr says this is the strongest case they have to make. I don't think, I really don't think the American people care a lot about Trump's classified documents because Biden has classified documents, and Pence has classified documents, and Obama had classified documents. It seems to be like me, if I were president, I would keep like much cooler stuff than classified documents. I got to think you get access to a lot of really cool stuff when you're president or vice president. Classified documents? Hey, come on over and check out my scrapbook full of classified documents. I mean, this is all just to me nonsense, and it all blends together and... 
does play into, I think, to Trump's advantage, if he's prosecuted for classified documents and Biden is keeping classified documents in his garage next to his Corvette and Biden is not pursued for that. They do have a special prosecutor, you know, for Joe Biden. You ever hear anything about that guy? That must be the easiest job in the world, being the special prosecutor charged with looking into Joe Biden's classified documents. But Bill Barr, he's all about this, of course. He's not a Trump guy, really. Barr says Trump should be most concerned about the document case at Mar-a-Lago because he believes prosecutors have serious evidence Trump committed obstruction of justice as investigators tried to recover U.S. government records and classified materials from the former president. Whatever. Whatever. This seems like a big nothing burger to me. And I really don't understand why it's such an egregious act by Donald Trump if it's not at all an egregious act by Joe Biden. But of course, it's all narrative. It's all spin. It's all how it's portrayed. And toward that end, you can expect a large social media push from influencers trying to prop up the failing presidency of Joe Biden when his attempt to be reelected president begins in earnest this fall. Axios reports that four staffers for the White House, not official members of the Biden campaign, will focus their attempts on unpaid influencers and independent content creators pushing digital influence to gain support from young voters ahead of the president's re-election bid in 2024. So what they're going to do is what they did in Wisconsin last week with the liberal judge who campaigned openly anti-abortion, anti-voter ID, which, by the way, judges are not supposed to take positions on issues, right? Judges, when they're asked in their Supreme Court hearings, how are you going to vote on this? Oh, I'll have to see the merits of the case, and I wouldn't dare issue my opinion ahead of time. You're looking for a litmus test? I'm not going to give you a litmus test. Yet this judge in Wisconsin campaigned openly that if you put me on the Supreme Court, I will overturn all restrictions on abortion in the state of Wisconsin, and I will do everything I can to get rid of all the redistricting that gave Republicans a fair shot in the 2016 election, and I'll get rid of all the voter ID laws. She got elected overwhelmingly. Why? Because they ran a great get-out-the-vote effort on college campuses. And if Joe Biden's going to be reelected, my fear is that's who's going to put him back in the White House. A bunch of young, idealistic, and yes, I'll say stupid college students who view life through the single prism of, can I go out and get a pregnant and kill my baby and bear no personal inconvenience for that? You know that's how they're going to position it. If Joe Biden is to be defeated for president, there will go your abortion rights. No, Republicans have an abortion messaging issue. We're on the right side of that issue, but we need to make sure people know it's a state issue, not a national one.